You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast brought to you by BringingDownTheBand.com. No bad ideas and Coleman Dental. I am Major 7th. I make beats and I have the t-shirts to prove it. And to my left, as always, is the one and only Longevity. Hello. And then to my left, as always, again, is the one and only DJ J. Diff. Salutations. And on the right, at about 107% rocking the Michael Jordan jersey on purpose, <laughs> the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you. You too, man. I like that jersey. Thanks. I know why you wore it. Cool. Same reason I wore this. <laughs> <laughs> Same reason I wore this hat. That's right. Yes, sir. I knew you would. This is kind of. It's just funny that we both did that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We Trolling are. Each other. It was like defense. It was like defense. This is what I wore. This is defense. <laughs> <laughs> just in case he started saying certain things. But, yes, well, you sir. Know, just, yes, sir. So, we, but, yeah. That's Troll J Mayo right there. Oh man, he got good one. That's Troll J good. Mayo. Troll J Mayo. What'd you say? What was yours? Troll J Simpson. Troll J Simpson. Troll J Mayo. Troll J Mayo is not playing any NBA basketball. He, wow, he's not. He wasn't. Did he? he did he join the Pacers? For a year. He was on the Bucks. I think he got I kicked he was on out the Bucks for a while, but yeah. for a year. What would he do? I missed that. Multiple substance abuse. Oh, oh. like yeah. testing yeah. positive and shit. Yeah, you gotta stay off that substance. Can't get right. Yes, sir. He's a good ball player. We are the new old heads. This is episode numero nine. Numero nine. Yeah, you, you like that? You usually check me on that when you, I mention you your Spanglish. Yes, sir. Yes, See? sir. We appreciate everybody, man. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> See? And we are the new old heads. <laughs> See? So, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, I always. <laughs> Pork- Have you seen that, sort Pork- of that South Park? <laughs> <laughs> like they're trying to shoot the whale of the moon. No, and they go I to like all the different like countries to try to get it done the cheapest. And like Mexico ends up doing it for like. Shoot a whale to the moon? Yeah, like $500 or something. Nah, I mean, is that the one where they're like, they took our jets? No, that's a a different one. (laughs) But like like they say these really like long things to him, like, oh, we really need to do this. Like they're talking to the guys that are going to do it for him. Yeah. And they're like, and the guy just always answers, see, fly. (laughs) That's all. That's the answer to everything. See. Yo, I like that. Uh, they do it, South Park game. They, shoot, they shoot that bitch to the moon. You ever seen that uh, Game of Thrones episode where Khaleesi's like, "Is no the only word that you know?" No. <laughs> you gonna do this? No. No. Was <laughs> <laughs> like five times or something. Yo, I tell you what though, you know, I I get bashed on Facebook a lot, and that's fine. I accept it because I'm a fan. Right? Do, do you think game. you bring some of it to yourself, though? Perhaps. I, I, if we were to do a pie chart, I'd probably say maybe ten to fifteen percent is brought on by myself. That's <laughs> ten to fifteen? Yeah. That's interesting you say that. So we were sitting around talking about like, you know, ideas for twenty seventeen for the podcast and right. things. And I do have an idea for a segment. It's called. And I want to do it myself. We don't okay. have to spend much time with it if we okay. decide to. It's called Outlandish Shit Mike Said Last Week on Social Media. Outlandish Shit Mike <laughs> Said on Last Week on Social Media. I think we yes. need a text to come on the screen. Yeah, it'd be like, Outlandish Shit Mike In Said flash. Last Week on Social Media. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, if we want to adopt that, or it's just my—it was my idea. I don't think they cared. We well, you know we but, could yeah. we could ask the supporters. You know what I'm saying? If they, they want to see that, it's not even outlandish. I'm just, I just—I just thought it would be funny for people to. <laughs> I think that I think we need to do it just simply for the namesake of being like eighteen words. Mm-hmm. 
you know what's outlandish shit what's Mike says everyone's. on social media from Monday through Sunday every week, possibly about <laughs> basketball and also about other stuff and with put that pictures of shirt. Sam Cassell's face. Yeah, put all of that on a shirt <laughs> with the face and everything. Oh, yeah. Yo, you know what's crazy? The funny part is you probably would get a better reception than you think about that. So We'd just be having fun, too. Yeah. Like, it's probably just like, yeah. But. Well, you know, Christmas. Uh, I actually wrote it down on my pen and my piece of paper we gotta do a hashtag for that. We, maybe we could try a hashtag. You know what I'm saying? They had um, it was a pretty good game on Christmas. You know, Diff text me, Cavs Warriors. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. uh, few questionable calls here and there. I think they missed a couple both ways, and the Cavaliers came out victorious. They did. Y'all know that made me. Victorious. <laughs> it made me excited. Um, very good game. If I'm Dave, if I'm not David Stern. Silver, Adam Silver. If I'm the uh, guy for the NBA, Commission. commissioner, and I put that product out for Christmas, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. I, I think you guys, I know you guys saw the, get, saw the game. I don't think Lone saw it. But that game was very, very, very entertaining. It was very competitive. I give it that. It was definitely a glimmer of what's to come at the end of the season. I think, uh, I mean, we got a, a handful of good teams Yep. In the NBA this year, um, I kind of think it's going to sway that way, though, to where it's going to be the the Warriors and mm-hmm. Cavs to, left at the end. Shout out to Westbrook. He's having a all-time great season. He oh, is. Yeah. Still averaging triple-doubles. He is. It's crazy. Is he he really should have got the MVP Literally. last year, but they missed the playoffs, so he didn't get it. Yeah, He's averaging the triple-double through, which will be January. Yeah. That's it's just it's very impressive. And they're still winning, mm-hmm. so they're still – in the playoff race while he's doing that, you got to give him props for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like my uh, 2K player. Average oh. triple double. <laughs> All 99s. It's exactly like that. I'm like I'm like 87. <laughs> he he is kind of technically kind of like a like a he's he's a video game player this year. Yeah, Westbrook so, is amazing yeah. stat-wise. Um but yeah, the Cavs Warriors was dope. Few questionable calls. You know, KD got tripped or whatever. And I, I <laughs> or whatever, oh, yeah, 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 whatever you want to call that. But I saw on Sports Center the next day uh, the hyperbole: LeBron is in clutch. Ah, Kyrie's the best player on the Cavs. Ah, um, Golden State Warriors got cheated. Ah, I get, I get. I'll tell you this, man. I know you get a lot of it because you're a fan. I, the the yes, shit sir. that, and I'm not a super duper heavy NBA guy, and I haven't right. been since I was a kid, probably. Right. I'd say the game, the NBA game has gotten a lot better over the last probably 10 to 15 years than it was like before that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like after Mike and then left, like. Yeah, right after. It just, the product was really poor, I felt I like. would say, I wouldn't even say that far long ago. I think it got better yeah. within probably the last maybe five years. Think five so? or six years? Yeah. I'd agree with that too. But, uh, but I, I ignored I don't, it. <clears throat> yeah, I did too. It just kind of, I was like, oh man. But um, it's it's gotten a lot better. And. Uh, but the people that say it's like fixed or right, right, I just think like like it's a conspiracy or something like that. Like I just I think that's a little much, man. Um, I I think it, it, it's the NBA is a business, you know. It is, and they're going to they have a product to sell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that they knew that a long time ago, and they started marketing the game towards in like individual players as opposed to teams as much. You right. know, when it became 
you know, uh, the decision. You know, Dr. J and the 76ers against. I see, I see you. Know. you. Shout out to Lauren. I see you. Uh, <laughs> the decision. But, um, but no, I think that's kind of. I always think that shit's well, weak. Well, the, the, the term, uh, and I get this all the time, the term clutch comes up. And I think the term clutch is so misunderstood and misguided per the media. You have the Skip Baylesses of the world that coin phrases like clutch gene and all this dumb shit, which to me doesn't make any sense He's but probably the best analysis out there he is ratings <laughs> ratings wise skip is i watch him i watch him and shannon on undisputed but i still fool with Stephen a you know with his rants because he lowers his voice like flex sometimes so i do like that you talking about steven Stephen a smith oh, yeah. yeah i like that, that. so Stephen a be fucking, fucking annoying, annoying dude I, he goes yeah, up and down like, he'll be I, like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Have you guys ever, have I you like guys his first off. He got a lot of flex in him, though. He does. Because, like, the other day he was talking about Durant, you know, not closing. He was like, because it was his closing remarks for the show, but he was setting it up. He was like, and Kevin Durant and blah, blah, blah. We'll get to that later on in the <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he's doing his flex, man, on ESPN. He's just like a spectacle, man. I don't yeah. know. I just, I don't, he's like, he gets on my nerves. I he liked him. Has. I liked him and Skip's dialogue back and forth yes. i like the way that they you know it reminded me like early on when wilbon and uh that other dude were on kornheiser uh, kornheiser yeah when they had part of was it part of the in- interruption or no 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 no. what am i thinking about uh, it's part of the interruption is that what it is yeah, pti yeah yeah PTI. okay yeah back when that first came out it was like cool because the two di- it was the dynamic of them two as well yes show yes i agree i think well i think pti is that's a, that's been my favorite show sports wise like any show like that um yeah, for Wilbon, a long time man. Wilbon Those dudes is a beast. Are, yeah. Skip Bayless is kind of annoying too. I like when Jalen Rose shut him down that one time. It was really funny. <laughs> he caught his water pistol Pete. I love when Jalen Rose shuts anybody Me down. Me too. Jalen Rose is a smart, smart dude. Yeah. Real shout, sharp dude. Shout out to Jalen Rose dating Molly Karam. Hey, Whoa, shouts to left handed shooters. Oh, man. Here you go. Shouts out to left handed people, period. Shouts to DJJ Diff. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Shouts and to this DJ is not, Diff. This is not about Diff. Uh, <laughs> here's here comes the hate. Spools. So what were they saying? Go to you, ain't man? going on the on the calves. Yeah, man. What were they saying to you? What were the my, people saying to you? My thing is, I think the word clutch gets misused. And I talked to Spools before we start taping, and I like to ask everyone else first, like if you had to describe what clutch meant, because to me, I think LeBron gets a bad rap because there's a broad general statement. Like, I hear people say, oh, he's not clutch. And that covers, it's like a blanket over his whole career. And they don't do the research or they don't do the just do to actually see if the dude is a clutch or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to throw it to Spools. Mm-hmm. Spools, what is clutch? Like, why or why why not in terms of LeBron? Is he not clutch? I don't think that's a silly statement for anybody to make, man, at this Thank point. You. I think if anybody were doubted that he wasn't a clutch player, um, and and watched the finals last year, right? And still feels that way that they don't. I don't want to really hear your opinion then, because that's just <laughs> I mean, you don't know anything about basketball, person, right. like for real. Or you're just being silly to be silly, you know what I mean? Or try to antagonize people or shit. But like, yes, sir. So for LeBron, I would change that. For me personally, I I didn't think he had that strong of a killer instinct. Not okay. a not clutch necessarily, right? But like, and I know that the two are somewhat similar, but like. Uh, towards the beginning of his career, and I didn't see it really come along till I felt like till he was really with the Heat, man. Right. The killer instinct, the want to have the ball in the last whatever, the the want to lead the team at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe it was his way of stepping back and letting other people lead. You know what I mean? But Shout out to in, in Cleveland, he was the dude, and he and it it's gonna. 
I don't know. It's probably it'll follow him, I think, and still does. But that was it. What game was it where he just went completely missing? Oh, he was terrible against Dallas. Yeah, the finals like, against was Dallas, just, he was awful. Just missing, mm-hmm. like yeah. That was his last finals in and Cleveland, right? No, the Dallas finals was were the first year in Miami. Okay, he was he was awful. But then there was a year before that. I guess it was during the whole Delonte West minus slept with his mom. <laughs> yeah, shit, that's, where he that's went what missing I'm then about. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's how he developed yeah. that maybe yeah. the clutch or the what I I think more of lack of a killer instinct mentality, that or or you know label at that point. But um, I think he shattered all that, man. Personally. I think that year like, before though in the finals. in Cleveland, uh huh. Um, he didn't have anybody. Nah, at all. And he was going off. Like, yeah. literally, before the whole he, team was on his back. The year before he went to Miami? Well, the the year before. Okay, so two years before he went to Miami. Yeah. Right. Um, He was, like, he was doing shit. I was like, how is he able to do this for this whole game like that? That's true. I mean, he's an amazing, that's the thing about LeBron James, like, nobody can take away from him. And there, there's, he's a freak of nature at, athletically. Speaking, mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of people who are 6'8", 250, 260 that can do what he does, who are as quick as he is or as fast. And he's worked at that, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some of that's just natural, I do believe, for him. You know what I'm God saying? God give him, man. People, he, people get yeah. natural athletic ability. Yeah. But he's also, you could, I think he works hard. You know, he's a yeah. strong dude. He seems very fit. He's a smart player. Yeah. And he's an unselfish player, too. I mean, that's what I guess I always liked about him the most was that I, I never thought. There are times I've always thought LeBron has been has been lazy. That's when you're six eight, two fifty, two sixty, and you're pulling up for threes that you don't shoot really usually at a high percentage, like mm-hmm. that is. And I know assessment. I'm sure he gets tired. Like, um, you know, one thing I was going to talk to Mike about, depending <laughs> upon where this conversation went, please, it seems to be please, fine. Was just that. Please go. Um, my only LeBron showed me a lot in the finals last year. Like I said, right. any any of that killer instinct shit that I previously thought, or any remaining ideas I had of that, were gone. Right. He showed. I think he showed three one only only team to ever do that. Right, seventy three wins. And he had some players on his team, and Kyrie did help. But amazing. he was the Kyrie driving did, force. Yeah, behind he was that. a driving force. But Kyrie Kyrie's helped amazing. immensely. Oh yeah, so sure, absolutely. Yeah. Kyrie's amazing. There are. Um, I do. I still think LeBron's a bit of a. I don't know, man. He he's. I guess I'll say this. He's benefited from the way the changes in the way the game is marketed, and um. Um. Uh, organized, I guess, if you want to say it like that. Like, I always take it back to you know, like he's almost a he's like a a bit of a general manager. He does have the juice. You know what I mean? Like, he does have the juice that didn't exist twenty five years ago like that. Right. Michael Jordan wasn't getting Charles Barkley to come play for the Bulls because they were friends. And shit like that, you know what I mean? That's my only, and that's not that's not a criticism of LeBron because a lot of people have benefited from that. But it it uh, the, the main argument is that's it. That is what it is, and that's where the game is gone. And that's right. that's true. And Jordan totally had a good it. coach too, though. Great coach, he did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Phil Jackson is hands down one of the the best coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. I can't really say that for who Tyron Lue. Nah. Okay, uh, so check this uh, out. Poster. That's, that's was, a good point. Uh, I was, think they've gone a different route. LeBron, this is that that change. I think this is part of that change. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron is the coach, man. <laughs> I don't think you know people have been joking about that for years. Like, it's real. Like it's the Peyton Manning, LeBron. Yeah, it's LeBron is like that coach. Like, he's never had, ever had a good coach. Really, see Peyton, Mike Brown. 
right? No. When he first no, started, man. not a good coach. No. Eric Spolstra is an oak. He, they literally put people in there that like here learn, or, or that right that, now. Th- that aren't going to collide with him right. and what it is he wants to do. He has yeah. so much control over player, seemingly yeah. player personnel acquisitions and moves and shit he like does. that, as well as like the coaching aspect of the game. That mm-hmm. I don't think past superstars like you think Phil Jackson's going to let anyone with his ego. Nah. Even Michael Jordan, think, who has a massive ego himself, yeah, like, I don't he's going to let so. Michael fuck no. Like, I don't think I don't. I think he should have kind of let Wiggins stay, man. See, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to turn. I agree in. with that as well. <laughs> I'm not going to turn this into the NBA episode. I could. I could expound on that. But I'm not <laughs> because Kevin Love is here and no, he's cool. Title, he's straight. You know but I'm. I'm just saying, Wiggins is nice though. He is nice. And just imagine if it was Wiggins, Kyrie Irving, and LeBron, and LeBron James, and Tristan Thompson. Played. Man, that would have been crazy. <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, it doesn't bother me. None of that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like what bothers me are bad arguments. That's what bothers me. Mm-hmm. Inconsistent arguments is what bothers me. Blanket statements bother me. So when you say LeBron, I just don't pay attention to that shit. It's just a I mean, but I, I, I stopped. Try, ar- try not to. I guess I, I stopped try, arguing. I, try, I, do. Yeah. I stopped arguing. He top five to me. Nobody's changing that. But I here like here's the number. These are the stats I'm talking about. So with go ahead attempts in the finals, five seconds or less in the fourth quarter or overtime in NBA postseason history. These are two careers, Michael Jordan and LeBron. They each have taken eleven attempts in those situations. They each have LeBron has six makes, Jordan has five, and they both have three buzzer beaters. Now, does that mean that LeBron is more clutch than Jordan? No, that's not what I said. That doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But when you say a blanket statement and say LeBron's not clutch, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. This is what I'll say, being a LeBron fan. All right, I like LeBron. I mess with LeBron. I'm not like a overtly zealous LeBron fan. You trying just, to take shots? No. You not, trying to take shots? I mean, if, I mean, but you, if you feel a certain <laughs> way, just I'm just saying. Keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah, I'm yeah, just I'm saying. Go ahead. I'm going to keep it moving. But – um, with him, he's not. I'll say he's not a closer. Closer, I, I think, is I a don't better want, term. I well, don't want LeBron to close the game based off his other performances. He so, doesn't want to close the game. I, I don't. I think he's better. I, I think people make the mistake on a regular basis of of just like when you say clutch, are you saying just offensively can score a bucket? With zero seconds on the clock, bingo. and he needs to hit that bingo. point. Like or, LeBron, bingo. LeBron That's not doing just clutch shit. though. Like yeah. not clutch is clutch. getting to that point right. to me to be in that position to be able to take that shot. LeBron you know, like, is he seals the deal. All right, so somebody else will hit the game winning shot, and then the other squad has another chance to possibly do it. They'll get a steal and and LeBron will jam it down the throat, or LeBron will make the block. Right. That turns into, you know but what I mean? He like, seals the deal. Here's my rebuttal to that, though. LeBron, Kobe only has one walk-off buzzer beater shot in 20-plus years. But I will say this for Kobe, and I'm not a big Kobe fan at all. The series when uh, the Lakers and the Pacers played. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Kobe, re- that that's when I stopped liking Kobe. <laughs> and it wasn't because... He was he was playing good. Was That's killing. the reason why I was like, man, fuck Kobe. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Kobe's a beast. Uh, Shaq, something happened with Shaq. Shaq wasn't being as consistent as he foul trouble was. and right. all that stuff. Yep. Hey, Kobe took over. He oh, did. Yeah. That's he's what great. he was doing. That you know, pushing. yeah, he's great. He's Don't great worry player. about it. We got this. Kobe Bryant. Kobe went See, off. He, Kobe Bryant possessed the killer instinct that I was talking about before from the jump. But I always thought. But man. here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my argument. Not to piggyback off anything, but when I look at LeBron James, I don't see Kobe Bryant. I don't see Michael Jordan. I don't yeah. see score. I don't see score. I see somebody that can manage and play the entire game. So He's more like a Magic Johnson. He's more like a Magic. Sure. He's a disher. I, I just so, think of them best of all time, regardless of position, I guess. When throwing this, everyone in like one big bucket, I guess. I just hate but I feel you. He's a different prototype of player, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, He's the distributor who can also score and rebound. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, he does all that shit. It, or the it, scorer who can also distribute and rebound. He, right, right. I mean, Jordan, it's, it's, Jordan had good averages, career averages for assists and rebounds. But they were respectable It's not what he was known guard. for. He yeah. was known for scoring. He was going to mm-hmm. shoot the ball. Everything you, know? you guys are saying is correct. Like, I'm not one of those guys that says LeBron's better than Jordan or that. I'm not that person. I don't say that. Jordan's a GOAT. I, I get it. It's the blanket statements. It's like... Kyrie's the best player on the Cavs. They four and thir- they four and sixteen without LeBron. Well, people are gonna say that because they don't like LeBron. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Be consistent. Like Kyrie is the best player on the Cavs, but they four and sixteen without. LeBron. Well, what happened the game afterwards? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. where LeBron me, didn't play and they got me, beat by who? Let me ask you this question. <laughs> this that brings up a good point. It's the only point thing I want to ask you about as a Cavs fan and yes, as a sir. reasonable Cavs fan. Yes, sir. How do you feel about him sitting these games out? I tell you what, from a fan's perspective, my friend, shout out to my dude Aaron Murray. I, I, he's uh he's a lawyer. I call him my lawyer, so I call him legal staff. Um, I, literally every time I call him, I can say, "What up, legal staff?" So shout out to my man. Um, we were gonna cop tickets to come see LeBron when they came in to see the Cavs here in Indianapolis. The tickets were two fifty, two seventy five, flirting one ninety nine, two whatever. The minute that they said he wasn't there, the tickets were like $65. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm surprised and they were that much. Like, Well, I guess it, they still got Kyrie and Kevin Love. And I'll be honest, we didn't go. We didn't go. I mean, it was Kyrie, Kevin Love. That's cool. So that him not playing forced us not to go to the game. Like We, we were like, nah, man, I can't do it. It's I love market. Kyrie. It's the market. But for that little kid that's in Memphis that came all the way to see LeBron, I get it. I understand. But it's the preservation for the Cleveland fans and for, you know what I'm saying, everybody else that's more important. To me, it makes sense. If he's hurt in May, but little Timmy got to see him play in February, what's more important? Speaking of little Timmy, Popovich was doing this with the Spurs for years. But when it's LeBron, it's, oh, he's cheating the game. I will say this. I I don't recall him, and I could be wrong. You correct me if I'm wrong, for real. I don't recall him sitting players for the entire game. I remember him them playing and him sitting them early, like nah, third he, quarters, nah. like putting them on the bench. There then. have been games him where he pulled, Manu, yeah, they pulled and Parker. He and got Manu. he got flack because he did it like during a nationally televised yep. game. Who did it? Popovich. Okay, he just who's doing it? Who's doing it in this case? LeBron. Tyron Lewis exactly. LeBron. Yeah. So that you feel me? I feel you. I it's, feel you. It's LeBron, but but he still got flack for it. Sure, but I agree. I think he might even got fined. I don't or, or well, threatened I, or something. I'm not something sure like it was that, a but. fine, but they definitely they definitely went in on him for doing it. And he was just like, I just so here it is, and I always and I I'm the one doing this. So Mike, you're not you're not saying this. I'm yes, like, sir. I always have to when people start talking about LeBron. I I often hear greatest, greatest ever. 
you know, and I, as a, a highly biased Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls fan <laughs> my entire life, I have to speak up and say I don't, I don't think so. Nah. Michael Jordan in that era of players never did that. He did. Ever. He and they played, played the, the same. Flu. And they played the same number of basketball. He did. Games, yeah. man. He played with he the did. flu. Um, I did. I, yeah. I just don't. That's the thing I don't get. Aside from what you said, which was a fantastic point, the kid that did come out to see, and this is how these guys, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here also and be that. I'm, I think I'm fairly reasonable. I'm not sure. LeBron's the worst person in the world, and he's not. Nah. No, 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 no. It's not all that. I just think it's because he's not the only one doing this. Mm-hmm. Sure, to be honest with sure, you, Carmelo sure. does it. Mm-hmm. Sure, like I've seen. I wonder what that's. I don't know that. It, I think that there's something Stakes. to be said about that. I can see LeBron actually sending that kid a care package, though. LeBron is. He and I'll does say this, some he's good a tremendous shit. dude, man. Yeah, he he does really some is. Really I've good seen shit. stuff you've posted about him putting like what. 40 and 50 kids through college and shit yeah. like that 42 like, million to go towards uh, higher education it's for, un- for I mean that's a mm-hmm. he's ex- he seems like but, a very stand up individual I'm just saying we're talking just basketball he just hand delivered like 1. something million dollars to some family right that. before Christmas and, and see my guy Poppy Amon is gonna be mad because he told me what he, up, said, babe? he told me never do a LeBron segment <laughs> and I said man if something happens I might have to talk about it the Warriors Cavs brought it up Poppy Amon I apologize I'm not being a jerk I'm not doing what you thought I was gonna do <laughs> Let, we just asked him for consistency that's all I ask let's, but when we talk about the the not too not too deep into this, but I was recently looking at stats randomly, and I looked at Wilt Chamberlain's stats from the 60s. Mm. There was a season where he played an average of 47-plus minutes a game. But religiously, Look at he's his, known for that. I'm going to say this about Wilt, I mean, too, though. Yep. He's known for that. I'm going to say this about Wilt. Wilt was out of 48 minutes a game. arguably one of the best centers ever to step foot on the court. But look at his competition back then. <laughs> what was like but six I inches guess, taller on average than the person guarding him? But see, I guess what I'm it's saying real. is it's real. I guess it what, is. Don't I guess what that. I'm saying this is he was just doing this. He was grabbing don't the ball and turning, and going like, this. "Look, he's look. right though. He's right." He's Here's right. my point. Here's my point though. He played 47 minutes a night, mm-hmm. and then he scored 101 points. 47 minutes. How many players do you know in this era that plays? Plays forty seven minutes. The a game. game wasn't as fast and ex- as but still though forty seven minutes is. I don't know about competitive, minutes. but but see the thing is is that say something about speed. You can I make an argument. Com- competition. Know, they scored more points back in the day. Forty seven minutes is forty seven minutes. Forty seven minutes. If you think about it, it it shows how the game has changed throughout time. Mm-hmm. Even when you go into the seventies and to the eighties, and how many players would play long minutes? Yep. There's nobody out there really playing more than 40, 41, 42 minutes. Uh, Maybe. Consistently. Maybe. You may have a couple players if there's some injuries or something. Maybe. But the the way teams are structured, it's so. They're structuring structuring their team so their superstars are healthy come March and April and May. So it's just not the same anymore. How many games were uh, in a season back then? 82. The same, I believe. Really? What no, was I don't think it was. I don't think what it was. was I don't think they started so doing I did 82 until like the 70s. I did man. the math on uh, how many minutes that Wilt played in a game, and I took his well, – I couldn't – and this is where I could be wrong. I took the math based on – he holds the record for most minutes in a season. Yep. I divided that by 82, Yep. and it came to 47. So it just assumed to me that he was on the court all the time. He shoot, averages shoot, for his career like 47 and a half minutes a night. I mean, that was like he literally. He only sat out like ninety nine minutes an entire season. Like that's crazy. Bottom line, if be, it was twelve, maybe it was less. I don't know. Bottom line, I, I, I know, know we never do a NBA show, so I get it. I know we got other stuff to talk about. 
be consistent. I'm going to look in the camera. Be like flex. I'm sorry. I got a flex mode. Be consistent when you talk about LeBron. Shouts to Von Miller. We see you. This is it. Just real quick. Just NBA teams played 80 games each beginning in 61-62. They added a game in 66-67 then settled on 82 in 67, 68. So, so it was around, right around there, yeah. Shout out to DJ Spoon. And this was like six, that history. 61, Thank you, Google. Shout out to DJ Spoon. Okay, Google. We, what we, about, okay, so we touched on the Cavs. Yep. So how are we feeling about Golden State, though? Well, you know. <laughs> Dude, they've exposed the fuck. I'll tell you one thing. Another thing <laughs> LeBron and, and the Cavs have done. Um, St- Stephen Curry's going to have to learn how to guard somebody, man. Like for real, talk that talk. I can't say Sorry, it because he just is man. They'll crucify me, so I can't say it. He dude, he's a fantastic. I love watching. He's very, he's fun to watch. He's a great mm-hmm. shooter. Can't you know what I mean? Soul. He's he's awesome, man. He he just he is a defensive, um, liability, fucking liability dude. Yeah. You know, and yeah. a lot of players throughout time, you'll you'll see players adapt throughout time. Players that are really good offensively early on. Yep adapt their game throughout time to become better defensive players and vice versa even. Yes, we, sir. I think Jordan probably was like that. Jordan was a Jordan turned you himself know. into a great defender. He turned himself to an all defensive and, but, you know NBA mm-hmm. team. So dude. that's just what Curry's gonna have to do if he wants to stay in contention realistic. Because he is exposed I think he was exposed last year. Yep, I agree. You so know, who who do y'all think should lead that team though? Because they it seems like they keep putting um, KD in position to lead this team. When you say lead, when it's already established that Curry there, is is the guy. There's two options: either Steph Curry is overrated. When I say that, they throw rocks at me on Facebook. Either he's overrated, or Kevin Durant is just that guy, and he's taking over this team, and they're gonna go as he goes because KD. Granted, Richard Jefferson stepped on his foot or whatever, but. Richard I mean, Jefferson boomed on, he boomed uh, on Clay, him. right? And and he got KD a little bit too. Yeah, but KD <laughs> got him a little. K- he got K- splashed. He got splashed. <laughs> KD's playing. K- KD's playing Twister, dribbling away from the basket, falling on the ground. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But <laughs> these are the people that everybody tells me is clutch. And Stephen Curry is this and this man, and this. I'm like, look, they have some adjustments to make. Stephen Curry can't guard a soul. He can't guard me. I, I don't and think I don't, that, hoop no more. I don't think Golden State's structure works unless they all lose the ego and they completely play team ball. I don't mm. think they really have an ego. Might I'm not saying they have a big ego. I'm saying, and I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying for them they to really stigma. for them to 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 excel at everything, they mm-hmm. just have to because they have the players. Like the pecking order was last year. Now. You bring the ego in when you bring a little bit. Kevin Durant's great, just a little bit. So you bring some ego in when you got yeah. Durant. You still got Clay wanting to get twenty. Curry still saying I'm the unanimous MVP. I got to get mine. Draymond Green has to get his. So there's some ego in there now, a little bit. But the question is, can they form in jail like they did last year, Spools? Uh, I think it'll come. I mean, it's it's starting to come along, you know, here and there. I mean, this was a. You know, I think it was good that they got blown out really early by the Spurs. Yep, I think it was agree. the first first game of the season. Yeah, now they got blew out by the uh, Clippers, didn't they? Spurs I thought the Spurs got beat them. Spurs them got first them game bad. of the season. Okay. Um, the Spurs got them bad. I don't even but, know if the know. Spurs gonna not lose to the. I don't know if the Warriors gonna beat the Spurs. It's it's questionable. So it makes it interesting, man. So no, Shot I think they're gonna. Later. If it depends on how long they let this go for. I mean, Curry is. Curry won unanimous. I, I, it was weird that he was the first person to win unanimous MVP to me. Um, but it says a lot. I mean, he doesn't play. He 
He doesn't play defense. He never really has played defense. Um, but his shooting, like tremendous shooting, like setting and amazing. breaking his own records and amazing. shit. Like, oh, yeah. It's amazing, man. He's one of the best shooters I'm pretty ever. sure I've ever seen. He's yeah. the best you know? I've ever seen. Yeah, I've never seen anybody shoot the ball like him. Yeah, likewise, you know. Um, but um, no, they'll 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 bring it together. Like beating Cleveland, um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Like they they they, they just don't defend well as a team. They defend well enough, and they score a lot of points, man. Mm-hmm. And they're fast. They got shooters. But they but they don't shooters. match. LeBron James is a hell of a defender, man. When he wants to be, don't when say he's that. Really, schools. really, really wanting don't to say play that, defense. Schools. I'm gonna get the backlash. Don't say that. No, he is. I mean, he's like a ten time defensive. Spools, don't like say that. Like Did that, you see like, the the little picture though? Somebody took in the Cleveland Cavaliers locker room when uh, LeBron blocked Draymond's shot, and he had the ring on his. They finger. put the ring Ooh, on the picture. <laughs> hey, that's ouch. That's mean. Hey, bottom line. But he's a good ball. I mean, like LeBron's a hell of a defender. Kyrie, when he <laughs> wants, like again, Kyrie's a beast. He's a hell of a defender. Um, Love is always kind of a question mark down there. I think mm-hmm. on defense, Shout but Tristan Thompson seems to make up for a lot of that. I just. Golden State's not tough, man. Yeah. They're just not a tough team. I think you got to have, you know, you don't have to because they won it a couple years ago. But I, I mean, think they were a little tough. I mean, Draymond is their toughness. What's he what's, is. A, what's the universal saying? Defense wins championships. championships. Offense mm-hmm. wins games. I mean, regardless off, of what sport it is. Were they better two years ago when they won the championship? I wouldn't say they were better. Think? I wouldn't say that yet. Yeah. I, I don't know yet. We got we to wait and see. I, I wouldn't say that yet. I mean, defensively. I mean, if you – Considering last year, their team last year was actually better than the team before. Yeah. If you want to talk games. about records, right. Yeah. You want to talk about records. That's they didn't true. beat the Bulls. They did beat the Bulls record. Pissed me off But so they much. did not win the championship, so it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, true. That's like when the Patriots beat the record yeah. that yeah. Miami held since the 70s. And they they didn't, lost to the they didn't, Yeah, they didn't win the, the Super Bowl, eight. so it doesn't matter. I yeah. definitely watched that transpire. I was glad they lost. I was downtown when I that shit England. happened. It was so Crazy. many pissed off people. I hate New that England. came in town from New England. <laughs> Mostly, really shit New was England. hilarious because it was Peyton's younger brother that beat him. Oh, uh, yes, that was sir. that was even better because hey, it, it almost felt like a coast victory. I ain't gonna front. Hell yeah! Hey, Shout out to and, the man. And, and the Giants were like eight and eight that year. Yeah. Or like eight, seven and one or something. Yeah, You know, you know, P Money had to put Eli on game. All right, so. <laughs> At the end of the day, be consistent with your arguments about LeBron. Production duos. I posted this on my Facebook page, and I had uh, – it's like Christmas trees lit up. Like people start coming in throwing production duos. Now, hmm. production duos all time. This could be two people, could be three people. A squad. Is it, or all, is it just hip hop duos? We just talk. We we talk. Can we we talk hip hop. Can we say like? Because if I was teams. gonna say the production best, teams, yeah. production teams. If I was gonna say the best, I would say Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. We ain't gonna they, do that. They ain't hip hop. We ain't gonna though, do that. So. Production teams in hip hop. All right. In my opinion, I pick organized noise. Go. I can dig that though. I mean, you know me. I know you. So who am I gonna pick? I know what you gonna pick. I just tell them because I'm out of it. Organized noise. Yes, sir. Spools? I think that's a good pick. I mean, if I don't know if I have a favorite, um, I think the Bomb Squad definitely should be on that. Would be on my list. Shout out to the Bomb Squad. Uh, what about the Beat Miners? Mm. Beat Miners, I think, would be a really good. I, I agree with that. I'm a Beat Miners fan. Beats by the pound. You mean, don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that. Manny Fresh. 
Manny right? Fresh was cold. Like Manny Fresh a lot. He did that shit on his own though. Yeah. So it's not a team. KLC though. No. KLC was producing yeah. with Beats by the Pound too now. Well, I'm saying Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh wasn't on Beats by the Pound. True. Was he not? He was no. not. Oh, that's, that's a good right. point. He, he that's a good point. That's money, a good right? point. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. was with You're them, right. but he wasn't on Beats by the Pound. It was KLC like Mr. Servon. Right, <laughs> I don't name. think so. I Shout out to Mr. Mr. Servo. Mr. Servo was a rapper. Well, I'm gonna look at watch. I don't did, think did so, Mr. Servo produce. I you mean, about, you about to put me on game if he did. Wow, I just realized that Feral Monch, Feral Monch, I, I always fuck that up. We'll say it right. You say right, Monch. I always think that it's Feral Monch, and then I say it, and I'm like, is it Monch? I've heard you say it. Am I fucking this up? Like you said, Monch on a couple episodes back. So I just, I just blur it and say both. But I didn't know that he produced a lot of his joints. Like he produced Simon Says, nice, and a lot of that album. He produced a lot of that shit. That's what's up. Didn't know that. Like you really, I I thought about this too. Like the Soul Aquarians. Yes. Can you really say them? Because that's who I would say. But they haven't really collectively. That's not fair though. Made nothing but. Common's album, right? Nah, it was D'Angelo, um, D'Angelo's album, Erica Badu's album. But, uh, but I'm saying, like, as a whole committee. See, here's the problem with that. The Soul Aquarians was just like a studio, if I remember correctly. It was like a, a big-ass studio. Right. And on this side was Common's album was being made. This side, mm-hmm. D'Angelo's was being made. And this side, So they was this just kind of dipping in right. So you got, like, rooms. Questlove and probably i'm guessing james poiser and all those musicians yep. and everybody just dilla floating throughout all these you know laying shit down on everything mm-hmm. now i'm probably bastardizing the fuck out of it but you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yes sir um so that's not really fair but at the same time who cares i, I don't know i like i fuck with the soul aquarians probably more than anybody else what you got, Spools? But it sounded like a collective. I was though. thinking it was Mr. Servon. It was actually Moby Dick. <laughs> See? It's KLC. <laughs> he KLC. was so sure about it. I was. Yes, KLC, was. Moby Dick, Craig B., and Odell. Yes. Odell had, they had beats. Odell Beckham. They were all right, man. I just wasn't. I, I can't see putting I just, them on I that list, I could never see being the, the only, being the best. Yeah. The only reason that I would say that they would even be in, they are. in the, the, the conversation. They did all the No Limit. Production. It's because they did so many beats, yes. and Masterpiece set it up to where there was a release every week. Mm-hmm. You have to commend but them for that. You shit, have to, but there was a lot of throwaway beats, a whole <laughs> lot of throwaway <laughs> beats. It, was. it, it was. all sounded very similar, dude. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of their shit did for years, for ain't, several ain't years. My fault was cold. Man, the ain't my fault. And then uh, remember when when uh, back make them say it, uh, then you had the other song that sounded just like make them say uh. Yes. Well, you know, and then you had still smoking. <laughs> That was and then you song. had Still Smoking too, uh, And they they all was very similar beats. They yes. They was like remixes, pretty much. Did you guys, uh, what you guys call Digging in the Crates because they're a crew of MCs and producers? Would you call them a production team? You got to take the MCs out because, to me, it's just, it's strictly based off, like, Pharrell and Chad. That's a production Neptunes. team. Yeah. Right? With okay. the Neptunes, right? Um, I'm trying to think who else will be will be qualified. What is uh, what's that? Uh, no bad ideas, not no bad ideas. Shout right. out to no bad ideas. Shout Shout to no bad ideas. Plus. Uh, no ID. No ID. Oh, no ID is he's pretty much a, just him. But he's got a. That's a hip hop sense since uh, nah, 1997. There's another one though. What's um? Well, no ID and um, I know uh, I just mentioned him right before the episode. He just dropped a new album. Um. James uh, Font Leroy. Mm-hmm. Yep, they produce stuff together. Mm. They do. What about um? Oh, who was I just thinking of? Justice man? League. Just Justice League. Justice and they're League. down in Florida. Um, 
Justice just League is somebody. dope. They've done some good work with and Rick just, Ross. Just for the record, we're only talking about production duos to everybody teams. out there. Teams. Watching. Teams. Yeah. So teams. we're not singling anybody out. That's the reason why we're bringing up who we are. Yes, My sir. Bad. Go ahead. That's right. Yes, sir. Um, but as far as best, I think organized noise. I mean, what I liked about them and then from watching that documentary, which everyone should definitely check out. It's Amazing. really, really good. Um, was their use of live instrumentation and and not lack of knowing, sample, not knowing, yeah, exactly. Maybe not knowing how to do it themselves, but knowing who, what sound it was they wanted, and who they could call to get that sound for them. Mm-hmm. I think there's, that's I think really there, cool. I think there's a lot of uh, for all the young people out there listening that it has a lot of dope people around them. Yep. This and this is just from experience from me as well. So I'm gonna drop a little bit of knowledge. Drop, talk that talk. So longevity. when you look at when you look at organized noise and you watch the documentary yes you see basically a haven they got they got a basement in a house yep yep all these people came through recorded it was just where they would come through and it would build camaraderie between Mm -hmm. this crew the dungeon family where the dungeon comes from especially when they describe what the dungeon was like right Mm -hmm. yep um think of all the great that came out of that yes arguably one of the best things that i've ever done which i never think about is beats and breakfast yes and it was just something that myself and Skits did, and we just invited people over. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the homie Skits. We would just invite people over randomly, whoever wanted to come over, and we would build, and we would make live. Producers would make beats. Yep. MCs would write. And we had really great product and camaraderie out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to get too far from what we're talking about, but I, I think that there's really a lot of value in that for younger younger cats to if you've got a yeah. bunch of team like do that as much as they you can. actually just lived there right that's, like they would wake up making music yeah go to sleep making and if music. you're in that position right now understand how important that moment is because mm-hmm. that will not be able to be possible for a very long time right yeah. anyways sorry. i completely agree no i took that i took a similar thing that you guys just said from it as well like i think the it could be argued that the quality because they're not the first to to do that like that. You know what I'm right, saying? Like right, be right. together and make really dope music together in that sort of a setting. You know what That's I'm saying? True. There's something to be said for being with your people like that and being real close. And I would say even struggling together a little bit too because yep. they, they touch on that as well. Where music yep. is what you have. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. To put yourself into and being young and shit like that. So, um, yeah, I mean... I agree completely. Those those guys are, they're one of my biggest influences. It's would you? Be, yes, sorry, sir. I don't mean to interrupt. Go would ahead, you? Would ahead. you? Would you put Tip and uh, Ali, Shahid Muhammad? Would that be a duo? Shout out to my man PA who was arguing with myself and uh, Diff about. I mean, could you? Is P, that because PA PA always brings up Tribe Called Quest and he hates Outkast and that's a damn shame. But how can you? Real quick, how can you Talk, be a tell, fan tell him why. of a Tribe Called Quest Thank and you. not fuck with Outkast? PA, though. we are talking about you, sir. <laughs> that is ridiculous. You you can't really. Come on, man. I mean, like, you can't. You can't. No. They, it's like they go, it's like they literally go hand it's in like hand. It's like meat and potatoes, man. Like Andre said, he was highly, highly influenced by Q-Tip. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you can hear it without even, him oh, yeah. even hearing that shit. I mean, saying that. <laughs> Like, like that argument really 
I didn't even really go in like I wanted to on that argument. Hey, man. Out of respect because it's your friend. That's and I don't guy. know him that's like my, that. That's my homie. That's so my I, I was like, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to just drop my little pieces and I'm going to leave it at that. I didn't want to go into slander mode because I don't I don't know this guy. You Sl- low key, slander Stevenson. You probably low key should have just slandered him because <laughs> he knows better. He knows better than that. PA knows better than I that. I mean, he really said that nobody still listens to Outcast. He mm. knows better than Mike that. Mike tried to probe it because I just said there's just nothing accurate about that. Man, and I just all. left it. That's what that, that might be part of the segment. Not only is it the outlandish shit Mike said last week on like I'll pick one thing, but I want to also like show maybe part of it you can show all the con- cuz there's some people that when you say some of the things you say that say some outlandish shit too, which hey, is pretty awesome. That's like, the reason why we even me, brought up Beast by the Pound was because of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I, I know people that really thought they believed it in their heart. They posted on my page. And that that's not disrespectful. Like when I say outlandish shit, just so you guys know, it's just, it's just I think social media is funny. And I know people just kind of say shit they want on social media. I'm that's what it. I mean by it. Like you, You'll get funny. support if it's about... If it's about me and my comments, because everybody gets on me about everything I say, you'll get support for it. What about? So let's push for um, it. Maybe outlandish shit in the word. Maybe what was just, Cube's team? Maybe just astonishing. Well, uh, that was Bomb, Bomb Squad. Squad. Bomb, Bomb Squad. Squad. Well, okay. that was only Cube's team for one album. America's most two yeah. albums, right? America's most wanted. Was it one or two? I know it was definitely America's most. Did they do Lethal yeah. Injection or no? Nah, they didn't do Lethal Injection. So. What was the album after America's Most Wanted? Was it Uncle uh, Sam? Uh, they, they did nah, two albums. Uh, I thought they did one before he started hmm. making the whack albums like War and Peace yeah. volume. The first it? War and Peace was good. Which one had the, the video where there was, was tigers in it with the top hat on? Tigers. Yeah. Which the video second had album was trash. <laughs> Whatever video had tigers in it, that was trash. I took that joint back. Hey, I bought it from Target. Matter of fact, the tiger Shout joint, and I opened it and listened to that shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, this shit is not John Because hey, there are tigers took in the it video. Back. Natural Born Killers is one of the hardest beats I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Oh, hell yeah. Now, is. that song is crazy. I was yeah. just listening to that song like last week or something yeah. like that. That beat like, is, that wow, whole song is, is crazy. So, what, basically what you're saying is that's not the tiger song. No, that's not the tiger song. Mm-hmm. Are we, I feel you, though. But the tiger song was whack. The tiger song I had so another whack. good production uh team man i just couldn't think of it i just think to i me, can't think of a lot like i can't I, realistically I, when you guys mentioned that i started thinking i was like i can't really think of organized a lot. noise to me for them to be able to go from southern playlist to cadillac music all the way through you know as as they started to progress more people start coming in producing like steak only it wasn't 100 percent organized noise or whatever but when you think about Southern playlistic to AT Aliens to equipment. I mean, even AT Aliens wasn't a hundred percent then because but, Dre, I think Dre and uh, Big Boy actually produced Elevators. The thing is, though, I I feel them on the production credit, but I just feel like Sleepy and and, and, and them cast was in there somewhere on that. That could be me. Yeah, they right. they was. But hey, there's 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 organized noise albums right now that I fuck with personally. That probably nobody else really fuck. I mean, a handful of people probably do. But they but like Sleepy. Uh, what what was the name of uh, the Sleepy Sleepy's theme? Yes. Did y'all ever listen oh, yeah. to that? Mm-hmm. Yes. That shit's dope. It's been a while, but yeah. Uh, they did, Sons of Soul. They did like Waterfalls. That man. album. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? They also they, did uh, they in, got heat. in Vogue, uh, Don't Let Go. That they song did. that was on Set It Off. That That's what I'm dope, saying, man. man. Yeah. Like, they, I didn't they realize had, that until I watched that documentary. That, to, be they honest, got some heat. to be honest, if, if I'm rating hip hop documentaries, it's probably really, really close to the top because I wasn't extremely hip to organized noise. Right, right. And I that, love that it. exposed me. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this is where the Dungeon family came from. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, and then sir. you start to see their entire crew and how they 
came into play, you know. And it was, I mean, think about it. Like, Organized Noise produced the entire Soul Food album, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Goody so, Mob's first album. Goody mm-hmm. Mob's first album. So, Which is a really good album. Just think about that, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, it's just, that's a really, really good album. It's extremely it's good. Their, their, their style is so... It's soulful. I mean, you it can is. tell they meant that shit. Yes. They was making yes. it with meaning. And with them being from hip-hop, they didn't rely heavily on samples. You know what? So a lot of that, that stuff that they created mm-hmm. was original. Shout out to my man QB. I forgot to, I forgot to mention him. It's a him. southern thing. He, mm-hmm. he said, QB said the hitman for Bad Boy. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, they yeah. was clowning. With Stevie J Stevie and uh, yeah. D-Dot and all those cats. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. What about they, them? They had some heat. Yeah. They they definitely had some heat. The Hitman had a lot of heat. They did. So, so, a lot of people don't realize uh, Stevie J's influence on the game. They just think that he's on this TV show because everything on VH1 is whack. Did he do Mo <laughs> Money, Mo Problems? Is that, was that him? I'm not sure, but I mean, he has his hands in a lot, a lot of, of bad shit boy stuff from he back does. in the day. Stevie J has credits all over Life After Death. Mm-hmm. He's all over Life After Death. So was he part of the corny bad boy era? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Sloan, man. I was like biting. Go with <laughs> bad boy slander. I was biting my tongue Shout over out here, to too. Lonus I was about Pools. to be like, you know. Shout out to Lonus Pools. Let's be Some real. Some people think music I still started fuck, to slowly Like I said last dip. week, I still fuck with that bad boy era. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the shiny suits That's and all cool. that shit. But. See, but Lone doesn't like, like he, he doesn't, he don't like Nas, so he don't like Faith. He ain't like 112. I like he 112. Like, Carl, uh, Thomas. Carl Thomas. He ain't like any yeah. of that. I'll tell you who I don't like. Black Rob. Loon. Okay. Okay, Loon. I give you throwaway. Loon. Do you like Red Cafe? I don't even know who That's another is. throwaway, really. He those. never really popped. But I, I, but I had one. Tw- I listened to 112. 112 <laughs> was cold. Uh, Carl Thomas was featured on everything back then. It Faith was. Evans has some good material, man. See, sure I've did. never been a big R&B. We've talked about this personally, but I've never mentioned it. But I'm not a big R&B person in general. Hey, so Faith true. is featured on some of the coldest songs she is. ever made. She is. Uh, Scarface album. Yeah, dude. I was just thinking she's that. On she's on that. She's on the Fix album. Yeah, she, she sure is. It's, um, it's What called, Can I uh, Do. What Can I Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a dope song. So here's something for the hip-hop nerds. Let's go. Would you say that... Uh, and this is probably not even true. And I, I mentioned the spools while y'all were talking to something else. I probably shouldn't have done it. But we think about J Lib. Wow. See, that's that's more because that's, that's not good. fair. I don't the think that's masses fair. don't really know about them though. But you got Dilla and Madlib, and they're producing for each other, and they're producers on that tr- song. That's so true. Do uh, you count that or do you not? Because they're not necessarily a team. But here's what I'll say. What about Doom and teams? <laughs> teams don't really like. I feel I feel it's changed a little bit with the technology. It's easier to send tracks, so you don't see producers in the studio with teams making stuff. That's that's a good. You point. You can say that yeah. with Mad Villain, a that's little a bit. Point. Yeah, the the group I well, couldn't think really. of before in the new uh, Eight Oh Eight Mafia. Mm. Are they a team or are they just a crew? Cats who come together, who are buddies and shit that all make beats. Or do and they actually the all send the beats to each together? other? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? There's, I don't there's know. a group of producers called uh, what is it? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred and nothing. I can't remember the second part. Fifteen hundred and nothing. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But that's a collective group. There's a guy that's a drummer. He goes. He's a guy that was. Uh, he's a part of. Uh, show me what you got. There's a video of this cat that's in there playing drums for Show Me What You Got. All the, all the runs and the turns for that. He was a part of that group. It's a production group. So there are people out there that have 
just groups of guys that get together. It has it, it has people that play instruments. It has producers. It has, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So I get it, but I'm thinking in the essence of if Sean and I were producers, like a team, we were together. It's longevity, major seven. We How come y'all have never done that? Stay tuned, man. That's uh, we we've got a name for it. Yeah, stay I tuned. I know. That's what I'm kind of getting at. Remember? Yeah, I remember Chicago in the car. Yeah. Mm. So you gonna do that? Cause shit was heat, man. They holding. I'm gonna just say this. They holding back. And <laughs> first of all, what it is what it is. What he's talking about is <laughs> there's a group. Don't even say it because I say don't it don't even say it because. Okay. It ain't going to do nothing but make me have to go back okay. and listen to this, and it still didn't manifest. So all right, all right. Just let it happen organically. Don't even talk about it. Yes, sir. I, I think, but when we talk about producer duos, we have to talk about, we have to, we have to, like, put people in the same room together. Yes. It can't be like Mike does some beats and then I do some beats. Right, right. Yes. It's got to be, like, two collective heads in there creating yes. something. Mad and, scientist and, type and shit. And I'll also say that that is a lot that is not as when you're used to making beats by yourself. Yes, that's a little difficult sometimes. Talk mm-hmm. that talk alone. So you know, we've made a couple beats together. Actually, we for we've a decent amount. So and, yeah, and I actually made the intro and we've collaborated together together too, a lot right? too. Yes, we yeah, have. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that. He played the synths on the intro. But I'm intro. talking about that other shit though. So. Hey yeah, man, I stop know. talking about that. Man. We're gonna do that. Stop <laughs> yeah. talking about that. Shout out to Grizz. What you guys? Yep. Not much, man. I was gonna ask Lone what's been going on with uh, Turn Off Your Radio. Ah uh, man, it's been the holidays, so I haven't re-upped it. I've just been adding songs to it. So we're I'm still give uh, him a check for that. We're still yes. on eighty four. I mean, I could give you a check. Do we want to no, go giving, there? Do I'm we want to go there? Spools a check for oh, that. Actually, okay. I like how oh. you ch- I like how <laughs> you challenged me. We kind of we kind of <laughs> talked about it early, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was about, Spool, to, Spools, about to do the whole rotation over here. Spools, a check mark. I, I like how you challenged yeah. me right there, or like a check for money. But Sean ready to give me all kind of checks, and I wasn't even talking about him, so he, he's holding What did I checks. get a check for? I'm ready. I'm ready. Just bring him <laughs> What on. did I do for a check mark? Oh, nothing. nothing. I, we, I, we, we mentioned cool. this before. It's cool. Don't it's worry. About it. He might not even have been. We'll haze, you at, we'll haze you at the end. Man, you It's cool. Nah, basically. Calm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of the shock. So, basically. Shout out to Silk. Ah! Nah. Every, shout out to Silk to shock his ad-libs. Cause every ad-lib is like, ah! <laughs> So basically, get to fighting. <laughs> normally I drop these every week, but since it was the holidays and all this stuff the last week, I okay. I just continued turn off your radio eighty four. Slowly added more stuff to it. So there's a few more joints on there. Um, but bringing down the band dot com slash turn off your radio is where you'll get the playlist. Yes, um, sir. The the uh, the app that we use is called Play Moss. Okay. Um, so if you find that in your Google or Apple Store, um, then you search bringing down the band or BDTB, you'll find us. And we've got a lot of playlists on there for you to to play during your a whole heap of them. You know, all your good a heap of help goodness. Uh, I didn't look up this dad hat yet. Um, well, you might want to do that. Yeah, that's a no bad. I mean, it's pretty self explanatory, isn't it? No bad ideas. Sativa. So, dad hat. no no bad ideas. Dad hat, the sativa joint. Um, it's part of their audit. You you might want to talk into your mic, young oh, man. Sativa. Oh, it's a check mark. <laughs> check mark. Are you mad? Spools is in his feelings. Shout I don't even know why I got a check mark, man. Shout out to Spools being in his feelings with his arms Sativa. Well, this everybody is tell Sativa. me why I got a check mark. <laughs> so No Bad Ideas has, uh, I, I don't even know if they, they uh, talk about this much, but they have a uh, a side brand called Oddities nice. where they sell a bunch of uh, oddities to their regular hat brand, and this is a nice. part of it. So this is the Sativa uh, dad hat, which you can find on their website at nobadideas.com. Nice. Nice. So. 
that's I can dig it. I can some dig of that. it. Did we have anything else that we were going to discuss that we didn't? I'm just going to say this real quick. I'm still riding with um, organized noise. I just want that to be known as your. I want. I'm challenge everybody to go onto my page, my Facebook page, uh, Twitter. What if whatever. it's what if it's private? Tweet tweet me at Major Seven. Instagram me, whatever. I, I or wanted, the BDTB page. I, or the BDTB page. See, always got to be on them. Mm-hmm. We, we want to. <laughs> hey, Lone is a savage. Um, we want. I, I'm curious to see arguments for Beast by the Pound. So if you can convince me, and I, I grew up on Beast by the Pound. I get it. But if you can convince me, they should be the best production team. So who the or fuck even are they mentioned. Even? See, he hating. Even <laughs> mentioned in the top, whatever. Convince me by posting on anything, any social media that I have, because I don't see it, but I respect them. I just think I, one thing I took from that conversation was that just there's just not a lot of them. Okay. Period. Okay. So it's like it's like it's like looking at the uh, who's the best seven foot seven center of all time. <laughs> looking at like all the independents, like in college football, like you had all these conferences. I remember the paper, and they had independents, and it was always like the same four teams. Yeah, because mm. there's a mean? lot of producer duos, like as far as the R and B and yes, and kind of other Jimmy genres Jerry of Lewis. music. Yep, them dudes was clowning. They were I'm gonna give a shout out to Naptown too and say Babyface, yes, and L.A. Reid, yes. I mean they're responsible for a lot of shit out here. Mm-hmm. Right yes, now. sir. Yes, sir. A lot. Yes, sir. L.A. Reid helped Outkast get out there. He too. did. Yeah. Talk that talk, Spools. Yeah, you watched the documentary. We see. I you. did. I, I remembered that. He did. <laughs> Was that flex? I'm pretty good at watching TV. You know another. You know what really? I mean? I'm pretty good at watching documentaries. Uh, we see you. Another good documentary that people should probably check out is that Stretch and Bobito joint. Yeah, definitely with that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Was, I was very, very impressed. A lot of things I wasn't aware of, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that those guys. Just contribution-wise to hip-hop. Like, they were very well-versed in it, and they've done a lot of great things, and you learn a lot about the culture. Those dudes are immersed in the culture Man, of hip-hop. It's, it's really, a really lot dope. of history in that. Yes, it is. Like, there's artists that got on because of Stretch and Bobbito. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And it, it's very interesting to hear them say that they actually lost money doing that show. Yes. But look at all the influence that that show did as far as People coming out. You had Biggie on there. You had Buster Rhymes on yes, there. Yes, sir. Big L and Jay Z. Big L and Jay Z. Like there were epic, Together. like yes. freestyle sessions on that radio oh, show. Yeah. Yes, sir. I thought it was it was refreshing to see somebody or cats who did it, and it seems like they still would like to. You know, if they mm-hmm. like uh, f- literally just for the love of it, college radio style. Yep, that was it. There was no other. Just because they liked it, mm-hmm. they loved it. Shouts to bringing down the band. Straight up. Oh. <laughs> uh, Shouts to all the money we make. Uh, one I other documentary. You, we see you long. We see you long. I want to mention that uh, I started watching this before I came over here. It's called Sample This or Sample That. Yeah. Okay. It's about. It's all about Apache and uh, mm. the incredible bongo band. Oh, nice. uh, yeah. So just kind of started. I maybe caught the first 20 minutes of it before I came over here. But so far... It's really, really good. A lot of cool people interviewed in it. Dope. People from Africa, Bambada, and then that's all weird. With all that, you know, what happened with him. Be but, careful. Yeah, that, that's Be sure. not cool. Right yeah. Another episode. Be Talking careful. about the but new stuff. More of like a, what's that? The new stuff? Yeah. Well, I guess Be careful. New. But new anyways, episode. Just kind of giving you an idea of who's Newly on revealed. there. Jimmy, to Jimmy Butler. Or uh, is it Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Shasta yeah. Buckets. Not Jimmy. Uh, the guy, the musician. Jimmy Jam? Jimmy Butler? No. Jimmy, like the old school, like 70s, 60s, 70s, dude. Jerry, Bu- Jerry Butler. Crack Sorry, Corn? Jimmy Crack Corn. 
So if you know who that is. But anyways, good documentary. Worth checking out. So. That's all. Tell them what we're gonna talk about next week, though. We're gonna go in on the on the music. You know, tip, so right? they they say that we're gonna talk about uh, top albums of the year, 2016, top local albums of the year, top songs, anything that's impressed us throughout the course of 2016. We're gonna jump into that. I believe it will be a full episode dedicated to yep. that. So we're gonna do our research, go back, uh, and kind of revisit some albums that touched us individually, and then we're gonna comprise a list. So just kind of talk about some of those albums from you know individual artists to you know great projects. It could go between any genre, and also definitely get into some local artists, some local uh, projects that came out over the past year. So you guys look forward to that because we definitely are gonna dig deep into some new projects and mm-hmm. you know stuff that came out for 2016. And we gonna Absolutely. say sayonara to this. This year, yes, yes sir, because it's, it's been on one. Yes, sir, it's been all right. Uh, it's been on one. <laughs> as far as a lot of shit, now I'm I'm not even speaking about from a uh, from a, just losing. Yes, sir. Like icons. Yes, sir. It's like even like personal type shit. Yep. yep. I'm ready to hit the reset button. So 2017 is gonna be much better, man. I already know. 2016 was interesting. One good thing that did happen from a national thing. Go Cubs. Talk yeah. that talk, Spools. That's Guess it. what's following us into 2017? What's that? Donald Trump. Yep. Yeah. Mm. All right. Happy 2017, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. hope we see you next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to 2016. I, you know, we all learned a lot about each other. Hey, the new old heads popped off in That's 2016. Right. Straight up. So it, there's nothing wrong with that. That's all. There's always good. a little bit of good with the bad. So that's right. Yeah, I think everybody is uh, is on track to have a a good brilliant 2017 we want to obviously grow the program we appreciate everybody that supported yeah, us thank this you. far thank you everyone. um and we're only yep. nine episodes in nine episodes in but keep got, rocking with us yeah keep, rock, do. keep rocking with us keep subscribing we got a lot of work to do but we really do appreciate the support that we've received thus far because yes. i'm starting to see it and i'm starting to see it grow so we need you in order to help this thing grow and make it a movement but right. we definitely appreciate uh all the effort. That's right. No doubt. Yeah. I do. I do believe that. Yeah. I do. I do. I do. Just you, please subscribe. <laughs> yeah, Orange if you soda to the uh, YouTube channel. That would be fantastic. Yes. Please. Just, yes. A just like it. Of a button. <laughs> if you like it, subscribe. If you don't, well, just subscribe. Share it with somebody else. <laughs> Thank you. No. We are the new old heads. This wraps up episode numero nine for bringing down the band no bad ideas in Coleman Dental and my Spanglish. I am Major Seventh. To my left is the one and only Longevity. To my left is the one and only DJ J Diff. And as always, 107% the incomparable DJ Spools. We are the new old heads. And we will see you next week. Go Cavs. Thank you very much. Kang Jack. Sick of the shocker. <laughs> ah! <laughs>